Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. is 7 News with Ann Sanders. Good morning. Emergency crews are racing against time to find a teenage boy with autism who spent the night in freezing conditions in dense Victorian bushland. Live now to Cassie Zervos, who's at the search location at Mount Disappointment. Cassie, how many people are searching for this young boy? Good morning, Anne. Well, there's more than 100 search crews out here this morning. The police air wing, the mounted branch officers on motorbikes and, of course, concerned community locals have offered their time to help in this search here this morning. It's been almost 24 hours since William Callahan disappeared in dense bushland here. He was out for a stroll with his dad near the summit when he ran off. Now, the 14-year-old has non-verbal uh, autism, which makes this operation a little bit more difficult because, of course, if anyone yells out for his his name. It's very unlikely he's going to respond. Police also revealed William has a strong focus on food, so it's likely he could have sought shelter at nearby uh, properties uh, surrounding this dense bushland. It has been a very cold morning here, and overnight it dropped to minus one. Police have described those conditions as deadly. They spoke earlier this morning. Let's take a listen. We're fighting against time. We, 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 we've all we all got limitations of how long, and, and this this time of year especially, uh, we're, we're we're quite concerned. Uh, you know, hypothermia. This is life-threatening weather. William was wearing a blue hooded jumper and tracksuit pants at the time of his disappearance. Anyone who sees him has been urged to approach gently and calmly and, of course, to call triple zero. Police are remaining optimistic, but as those hours tick over, it is becoming more concerning for search crews and, of course, for William's family. Oh, I hope they find him soon. Cassie Zervos reporting. Thank you, Cassie. Homicide detectives have been called to a home in Sydney's west after the discovery of a woman's body. She's believed to be the 20-year-old occupant of the home in Cambridge Park. Andrew Denny has more. Well, police have had this home at Cambridge Park in Sydney's northwest sealed off as a crime scene since last night after finding the body of a 20-year-old woman inside. It's understood officers were called here for a welfare check around 9pm when family members contacted them saying they couldn't get in touch with her. The woman hadn't been seen in a number of days. At this stage, forensic officers are going through the home as detectives question neighbours. They say the family was well known here and it's left locals rattled. Shocking, eh? Like, close to home. Like, such a, she's so young. Now, we are expecting to hear from detectives a little later on today about exactly what has gone on here over the weekend. At this stage, specialist police are likely to remain here for the rest of today, gathering evidence. 
And in breaking news, we've just heard that a 30-year-old man who was known to the woman has been arrested. He's now being interviewed by police. The fallout continues from the Black Lives Matter rallies that took place across Australia over the weekend. A major hospitality group, Navara Venues, says it will defy the coronavirus lockdown and open to any numbers, despite the 20 guest limit for weddings in New South Wales. We just cannot deal, we don't want to deal with upset brides or upset clients anymore because it's not fair on them. And the government obviously over the weekend clearly showed that they allowed to have 15,000 or 20,000 people without that. Health authorities say they will be watching over the next fortnight to see if the rallies have led to a spike in coronavirus cases. Small businesses have welcomed further support unveiled by the Treasurer, with tax breaks extended to encourage investment. Live to Olivia Leeming in Canberra, Olivia, tax relief will be available for another six months. Yeah, until the end of the year. Good morning, Anne. Businesses being urged to invest in new machinery, tools, vehicles worth up to $150,000 and they can claim the full tax benefits this year instead of over several through the instant asset write-off, encouraging spending to help stimulate the economy. It'll be available to any business with a turnover of less than half a billion dollars a year, costing the government $300 million. If you need a new coffee machine in your cafe or an industrial oven in your restaurant, and we want businesses to get back to doing what they do best, growing, innovating and hiring. And the government is defending its decision to end free childcare, Olivia. Yeah, despite warnings that thousands of parents may no longer be able to afford childcare once the old subsidy scheme returns on July 13, the government insists there'll be extra support for families who are struggling with fees capped and the activity test relaxed. Well, it's quite risky to suddenly switch back to parents paying the fees that they were paying back in February. Uh, staged approach would be better. It was to put demand back into the system and because that has now occurred, we believe the time is right for us to begin to transition. The government insists these changes are not set and forget that they will continue working with the sector to lessen the impact on parents. Anne? Olivia Leeming in Canberra. Thank you, Olivia. NRL star Josh Reynolds has spoken to Seven News following reports he failed to road, a roadside drug test while driving on an expired licence. The 31-year-old is now fighting to clear his name, claiming a false positive is the reason he failed the test. Samantha Brett reports. Well, NRL star Josh Reynolds is vehemently denying that he failed a roadside drug test. The 31-year-old was driving near his home in Karangbar in the early hours of Monday morning when he was stopped by police. They found that he had an expired licence. He then underwent a drug test, which he failed. He then was taken to Sutherland Police Station for another drug test, which returned a negative result. Reynolds took to social media to try and explain the ordeal, claiming the roadside drug test was a false positive. I went to the police station and undertook the further sample for the higher level testing, which proved negative. Josh Reynolds has spoken exclusively to Seven News this morning. Are you pretty confident you um, test negative to the, the third sample? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And you've renewed your licence yet? Yeah, renewed, mate. So it's all just a bit of a misunderstanding? Yeah, that's it, mate. Yep. And uh, what's the plan from here on? Do you have to deal any more with the police? Please. 
Reynolds was back this morning here at Concord Oval training with the West Tigers, but certainly this is not something that he wants to be back in the headlines for. He only just a few months ago was facing those domestic violence charges, which were then later dropped by police. Thanks, Sam. A former Minneapolis policeman accused of killing unarmed black man George Floyd has made his first court appearance handcuffed and wearing an orange jumpsuit. Derek Chauvin knelt on Mr Floyd's neck for almost nine minutes while he was being arrested, igniting two weeks of protests. Ashley Mullaney reports. Two weeks after the deadly arrest that claimed the life of George Floyd, Derek Chauvin, the Minneapolis police officer, faced court charged with second-degree murder. Chauvin is being held in a maximum security prison, so faced a judge via video link, wearing an orange jumpsuit, handcuffed and wearing a mask. His bail today set at 1.25 million US dollars. Chauvin will appear in court again later this month, along with three other officers also charged over the deadly arrest, which has prompted widespread uh, protests, both peaceful and angry, demands for police reform. In Washington today, a step in that direction. Congressional Democrats unveiling a sweeping police reform bill that would see chokeholds banned. Nancy Pelosi and other Democrats taking a knee for almost nine minutes, a show of respect for George Floyd, who was pinned to the ground for almost that amount of time. As for police defunding, this was the president's response today. There won't be defunding. There won't be a dismantling of our police. Sometimes you'll see some horrible things like we witnessed recently, but uh, 99, I say 99.9, .9, but let's go with 99% of them are great, great people. In Houston, George Floyd's hometown, another memorial service. Joe Biden, the presidential hopeful, meeting privately with the Floyd family before he's laid to rest tomorrow beside his mother. Thanks, Ash. A decision is being made on whether to reopen 25 kilometres of coast in far northern New South Wales after a fatal shark attack on Sunday. Six-year-old Rob Pedretti was bitten while he was surfing near Kingscliff and despite heroic efforts from two men to save him, he died on the beach. An order to catch and kill the shark was granted, but it's since expired. Yesterday, other sharks were spotted in the area. A transatlantic war of words has broken out between Prince Andrew and federal investigators in the United States. They've formally requested to interview the prince over his links to convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. But Prince Andrew's lawyers say he's already offered his assistance. Sarah Greenolch has more. Well, this has really quickly escalated into an incredibly public tit-for-tat. US prosecutors want to speak with Prince Andrew as a witness, not a suspect, as part of their investigation into Jeffrey Epstein's horrific sexual offending. The Duke of York, through his lawyers, today released quite an unprecedented and bullish statement rejecting claims that he hasn't been cooperating, saying that he has in fact offered on at least three occasions this year to speak with prosecutors. The statement goes on to read, unfortunately, the Department Department of Justice has reacted to the first two offers by breaching their own confidentiality rules, claiming that the Duke has offered zero cooperation. In doing so, they are perhaps seeking publicity rather than accepting the assistance proffered. Now, a short time after that was released, uh, the US Attorney Jeffrey Berman, who has been described as the P 
pit bull lawyer who was seeking justice for Epstein's Today, victims, he hit back Prince saying Andrew that Prince Andrew is essentially lying, saying he's falsely portraying himself as eager and willing to cooperate when that is simply not the case. He goes on to say if Prince Andrew is in fact serious about cooperating with the ongoing federal investigation, our doors remain open and we await word of when we should expect him. This all follows revelations over the weekend that US prosecutors have now made a formal application to the British government trying to compel the Duke of York to give evidence, meaning he could potentially end up giving a statement in a court within months. The US Attorney General has also spoken about the saga, saying that at this stage there are no plans to extradite Prince Andrew to the States. They simply want him to give evidence. A man's been charged with threatening to kill New South Wales Police Minister David Elliott. The 25-year-old was arrested at his home at Belmont, south of Newcastle, after allegedly making the threats on Facebook. Inside his home, police found cannabis, as well as paintball guns and ammunition. He's been granted bail to appear in court next month. There's been a terrifying explosion outside a Sydney home overnight. A woman has been taken to hospital with burns after she went outside to investigate a series of loud bangs. Natasha Squarey reports. Well, residents here say they were woken by three huge explosions just before midnight and they ran out onto the street to find their neighbour on fire and crying out for help. Denise Lavell was in the front bedroom of her Canterbury home on Robert Street when she heard several loud bangs. The 55-year-old went into her front yard to see what was happening when an aerosol can exploded. Her neighbours ran to help. They grabbed their garden hoses and poured water on Denise's hands and legs, which were burnt. Paramedics arrived and Denise was taken to Concord Hospital. She was serious. She was like... Why did this happen to me? Why my house? I see the noise, boom. I drive, I see a big, big fire there. Detectives from Burwood Police Station returned to the quiet street today to examine the home and they've also taken statements from several neighbours. One resident security cameras captured five people in the street before and after the attack. This vision is now key evidence to help police track down the suspects. New Zealand is now officially COVID-free, but there's no decision on opening borders to other countries. Restrictions were reduced to level one at midnight, allowing unlimited gatherings at public events, shops and restaurants. Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern says no decision has been made on when to open a travel bubble. What both sides need to make sure is that we're confident that we're not risking each other's status. New Zealand was one of the first countries to impose a total lockdown and has had no new infections for the past 17 days. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.